Welcome to the Happy Pill Podcast. I'm Ursula Yerdun. In each episode, you're going to hear me share my story while offering information and resources while you continue on your journey of surpassing the effects of abuse and depression. I'm going to be doing some interviews with some very special guests who are going to share their journey and processes because my way is not the only way of healing. And the more information we have, the more we can share with one another. My hope is that you find love, inspiration, and purpose for your life. So let's get started. Okay, welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the Happy Pill Podcast. Uh, I have a wonderful guest with me today. You have heard her before. She was on a previous episode. This is Tracy Lepke. She was actually episode 9 and 10. So if you want to know who Tracy is, listen to episode 9 and 10. Uh, Also, okay, so here is this list I've got for you, Tracy, because we're going to say who you are. Yeah. And this is such a massive list, honestly. Okay, so Tracy is... And I, wait, let me hang on. Let me take a deep breath in. Let's see if I can do this in one take. Okay, here we go. Tracy is an actor, author, activist, spiritual intuitive, Reiki master, and spiritual medium. And now to add one more title to that, she's the editor in chief of the magazine called Birth of a Woman. Hang on. <laughs> that literally took all my breath. Oh my God. So. Breath control. Yes. I'm just thinking, <laughs> is there any chance you can just find one title that explains um, all of this? Doer of all the things. There we go. <laughs> Tracy Lepke, the doer of all the things. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyway, so, yes. So, uh, here, long title, long, but it is worth it. And this is your latest title, like we just said, editor-in-chief of the magazine Birth of a Woman. And that's what this episode is for, because you are launching this as of? February 1st. Like a week away. A week away, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it's not even that. It's just a few days away. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Where did January go? <laughs> I don't know, but I think we're all glad that it's going. Yeah. Considering the deep freeze that we've had lately. Exactly. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And this, so this episode is just all about the magazine. And mm-hmm. I think it's really important that we talk about this. And as you're launching this magazine, because what is it about? What is it that you want to talk about? Well... So the mission statement is a restorative look at being a woman, especially in in today's day and age. Um, It is also about finding your, all the cliche words, tribe, community, um, circle, finding the people who are like-minded and having conversations that historically we've been afraid to have. But this is with women. This with is all women. just about women, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's important for women to come together because we've spent a lot of years kind of dragging each other through the dirt and having other people drag us through the dirt that it's about time that we actually come together and help each other and unify and share our stories and share our experiences and heal and learn from one another. Um, There just aren't very many spaces on the internet that do that successfully that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of groups and magazines and, 
you know, talk shows and all that kind of stuff, they're still very segregating into little micro niches of women. You know, it's like give an example. Trauma. So you've got groups for for trauma based uh, experiences, and then you've got groups for moms, and then you've got groups for um, single women, and then you've got groups for um, the LGBTQ people, and then you've got groups for <laughs> straight people, and then you've got groups mm-hmm. for white women, and then you've got groups for women of color. It, and different take, backgrounds. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, different backgrounds. German women, Dutch women, mm-hmm. Irish women. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take it all and kind of strip away the labels and let's just come together as women mm-hmm. and let's just talk. Let's learn from each other. Let's share our experiences. Cause for m- myself personally, living in a small town doesn't help. Of course I am from Calgary, but I've spent the last 10 years in a small town. So it's hard to find a diverse group of women that you can just sit with and just talk no judgment, no preconceived notions, just have a really good conversation and talk about what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And just talk about issues related to women, about right. women, for women. Is yeah. that about right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when I kind of started to think about why this was non-existent and start to think about how can I get together a group of women, there was a couple of ideas that I had but none of them really felt right. And I have had a magazine in the past. I had a magazine called Birth of a Mother for quite a few years. And I'd let it go because it was for mothers and parenting and for children. And as my kids grew, I just lost the, lost the passion for it, mm-hmm. lost the passion for the content. And it just slipped away from me. And I just, it wasn't doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And through that, I kind of, got an idea that I didn't want to do another magazine ever again, because it is a lot of work. (laughs) Oh, I imagine. Yes. And so (laughs) the idea of a magazine popped into my head and I went, nope, (laughs) no way am I doing another make. I've been there, done that. I want to do new things. And it just kept coming back. And then I started talking to some of the women that I knew, yourself included. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would a magazine look like for this? and the response was, oh, you know, I've got these stories, you know, my life experiences that I've been wanting to write about for quite a few years, and I just don't have the outlet. Mm -hmm. This is the response that I kept getting over and over and over again, and I went, oh, crap. (laughs) I'm going to have to do a magazine. (laughs) I submit. Okay, fine. fine. And as soon as I had that moment of submission all of these ideas started popping into my head. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? how it was going to look, how, you know, images, um, people who could, and then I'd started to look at my circle of friends and, oh, that person could write about this. I wonder if they would do it. And I would pitch it to them and they'd go, yeah, absolutely. I would love to write about that. When do you want it? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh mm, I don't know. <laughs> Soon-ish? <laughs> <laughs> and within not even kidding, within two weeks, I'd built a website, the Facebook page, and I'd started um, telling people about the contributors Mm -hmm. specifically. And within two weeks, I had 25 people who were a hard yes. Wow. That wanted to write and contribute to the magazine. It blew my mind because 
before when I had a magazine to get five contributors was like pulling teeth. Mm -hmm. So to have 25 within two weeks that were literally ready to open their laptops and just start writing Mm -hmm. blew my mind. Right. And so that's pretty much how it got going. So you have a group of contributors that are women that are offering what? What are they writing about? What kind of topic? So the the baseline that I wanted was alternative health, um, however that might look, and then dip into the esoteric um, because a lot of the people that I hang out with are very spiritual people. And it, it's not specific spirituality. It's a very vast group of people. Like I've got friends who are Christians. I've got friends who are Buddhists. I've got friends who are Muslim. I've got friends who are um, agnostic. I've got friends who are atheists. I've got friends who are, you know, traditional Chinese medicine doctors, chiropractors, homeopaths, like you name it. Mm -hmm. So it was really easy to kind of dip into the pool of all these women that I knew and say, okay, let's do something where everybody can talk about their uh, modality, mm-hmm. judgment-free, right, and just share what they know, and maybe someone out there who's reading it can relate to it. Right. So I wanted the end magazine to be a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So I want a little bit of this religion, a little bit of that religion, a little bit of this alternative medicine, a little bit of that, so that anyone can read the magazine and get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're covering all like a bunch of areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So but all relating to women's health, to women's, women's health. mental health, women's physical health, um, you know, trauma that we've experienced because we've all experienced trauma. Yeah, which is why uh, mm-hmm. the Happy Pill podcast is in yeah. uh, is in the magazine. You yeah. have to talk about mental health and and trauma. You were you were one of the first people I thought of. I'm like, oh, of course, Ursula. Yeah, and I was like, of yeah, of, of course, I'm yeah. going to do it. Let's because it's all about sharing. Oops, let me drop my pen there. Yeah, it's all about sharing, sharing our knowledge and the wisdom that we have with anybody and everybody. Yes, right. Yeah, um, not to not to change people's minds. No, but perhaps just to open their minds. Exactly. So, yeah. and that's what you want with birth of a woman. Yeah. Right. So here is one of the big questions we were looking at earlier is, um, how important is this magazine in our lives right now, given the way that the world is? I find the world to be confusing at best. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, so to have an extremely diverse group of women like we have, feeling safe enough to share their experiences and how they dealt with their own shit in their life is extremely important because I know there's more people out there like us that are like, this is what's going on in my life. What the hell do I do about it? Mm-hmm. And who do I talk to? Because nobody wants to talk about it either. Yeah. And it, and it can be scary to it's talk about. terrifying. But there is this emergence of this feminine energy mm-hmm. that's coming up right now. I mean, I think they've even talked about it back in like 2012 or yeah. the end of the world. And it's like, well, it's not the end of the world. It's about, it's like the end of that idea right. of how the world was. And this beautiful feminine energy is coming up to bring balance back to yeah. our planet and to ourselves and everything, which is why the Me Too movement and the Time's mm-hmm. Up movement and how women are state are really taking hold in the political stage yes. around the world, yeah. right? So we're seeing the emergence of all these 
women and powerful women and even just women who aren't in politics or yeah. spirit or medicine that they're wanting to provide something more yeah. you know for this planet for ourselves you know for mother earth and for each other yes yeah mm-hmm. it's um the the whole end of the world thing the the, the word that's used is apocalypse mm-hmm. and apocalypse doesn't mean the end of the world it means the reemergence of a new idea Mm, and the opening that. up of enlightenment. That is cool. So when we look at it from that standpoint, we can see how that's happened, mm-hmm. how people in general are starting to kind of get the idea that there's something else going on mm-hmm. that we just need to explore. And to do that, you have to stop thinking in the old ways. You have to start thinking in different ways. You have to allow your intuition to come up. You have to allow for, because we live in a world where you can't even believe your own eyes anymore. Mm -hmm. Like you watch the news. You can't believe what you see, what you hear with all the deep fake stuff. You really have to tap into your intuition. And what a lot of these women who we've kind of gathered, they're all very intuitive people. Mm -hmm. And they understand that their experiences, once they tune into their intuition, can be shared in such a way that it reaches out to other people. Mm -hmm. And someone can read you know, one article, three articles, five articles and go, oh, that's what I've been going through. Mm -hmm. And this is, these are the different ways that I can help myself. Right. And maybe there's someone out there that actually does understand me. Mm -hmm. Because I think I, you know, personally, I spent a lot of my life thinking there's no one out there who could possibly understand what I'm going through. And I think that's that's true for a lot of women with mm-hmm. our experiences and especially with trauma and stuff like that and mental health issues yeah. is that and uh, we always feel like it's it's just happening to us. Yep. You know, where it's very isolating, it's very alone and it's like uh, the word that you and I have talked about before is resonance. Yes. Right? So it's like what that's what I want to do with the podcast is the resonance that you know there are other people like me. Yeah. You know that have had these experiences, but they don't have an outlet to, to know or to understand or to learn Mm -hmm. or to heal. Yeah. And that's what you're wanting with your magazine is to broaden that spectrum of women across the board. I want the magazine to be like, uh, dropping a pebble in a lake Mm -hmm. and having those ripples just ripple out and touch as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like it will just because of the response that I've gotten. And even the people who've read the proof <laughs> of the magazine that isn't out yet. <laughs> yeah, but it's coming. It's coming it's right coming. away. Yeah. Um, I've, you know, I've just allowed some of my close friends and family to to look at the hard copy and kind of flip through it. And even the people who I didn't think would understand what it was about read through it. Like my dad, for example. Mm-hmm. He read through the entire magazine from wow. cover to cover. Way to go, dad. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he came back to me and he, of course he made me cry because he's my dad. And he goes, this is probably one of the best things I've ever seen you do. Wow. I am so proud of you. Aww. And he goes, there are some articles in here that I even liked. <laughs> <laughs> that he could resonate with right. his feminine self. Yeah, exactly. He's, so he's I, I, I went, oh, that's so amazing. And my mom too, you know, she's, she's a Christian. She's, you know, she's not, and she even said that to me. She goes, you know, I'll help you edit and stuff, but you know, I'm not into the new age stuff. And I went, that's fine. And she read it through and she goes, this stuff is great. Mm. This is great stuff. So I know that it's, 
even though it's kind of a niche magazine, it really isn't either because Mm -hmm. we're all connected through our experiences, Mm -hmm. regardless of what your belief systems are or aren't. There is something in there that will resonate with you. Mm -hmm. And that was really, that was my vision. And if that's all I can do, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really validating for you that even your family, your right. your staunch Christian, yes. you know, family yeah. upbringing, they're like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Good for you. So why is this important to you to get this out there? Hmm, that's a good question. Because you're part of that, right? Yeah. You're part it of is. that process. Yeah. It and I know eventually I'll have to put my story in there too. <laughs> right now. Right now, I'm kind of like the curator of people's stories. Um, However, I do know that mine will have to be in there too. But as I read everyone's stories, I do see myself, a little bit of myself in everybody. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that that translates to everyone who reads it. They see a little bit of themselves in everyone. And it's important to me because I've gotten to a place where I understand my purpose isn't necessarily about me. It's about all of us. Mm -hmm. And if I can take my talents that I've learned through this life and apply them to the collective in a way that helps many people, that makes me feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important to me. I just want to be able to take everything I've learned and apply it and help as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of always been something that's been very deep in me. And I didn't realize it until I started gathering all these women. And I thought, oh, this is why I've had 18,000 careers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I needed these skill sets to be able to put something like this together. Right. Yeah. 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 Are you still looking for contributors? Yes. Okay. So I'm always looking for contributors. You can really never have it mm-hmm. too many. And so what are you looking for? So I'm looking for, I, I've decided that we're going to do the magazine in print, which wasn't the initial plan. That's it right, was just going to be digital. That's right. You're just going to do it online. And I had enough people come to me and go, you know what? I really like physical copies of magazines. I went, okay, let's do it. But we will have a web-based um, platform as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for contributors to write for both the magazine and the website. So they're both different. They will be different. Okay. So we'll have online exclusives. Okay. You know, quote marks, and (laughs) then we'll have in magazine exclusives, and then we'll kind of have a little bit of overlap too. So we're doing eco-friendly, uh, fair trade Canadian based products that need um, exposure. Mm -hmm. So those will go both in the print and online. Mm -hmm. Um, but then we'll have, I'm looking, so specifically right now I'm looking for contributors to write for our online platform. Mm -hmm. So what I'm looking for is people who have enough, I don't want to say content because it sounds so clinical ideas Mm -hmm. that they can write an article maybe every three weeks. 
Oh, wow. Okay. But it won't be as long as the magazine because right. people don't like to read that long online. <laughs> They've well, got like a five minute window. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Because a lot of people are, we're such visual people now. Yes. And, um, you know, that's why stuff like Twitter is just, mm-hmm. oh, 140 yeah. characters. That's enough. That's the most I can read. Yeah. So people's attention spans are a lot shorter. They are. They yeah. So, be. you know, it, there is very, two very distinct demographics when it comes to a magazine. You've got the online people and you've got the physical print people. Mm-hmm. So people who read <clears throat> physical copies, they tend to like longer stories, longer articles, lots of pictures, where people who read online tend to like shorter, more concise articles, less pictures, less visuals, or videos. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I did do the interview with Biff Naked, which was amazing, it an was. amazing experience. Yes. So I'd like to do more stuff like that so people can watch videos who like to watch videos yeah. and then have um, shorter articles. So anyone who has... Uh, like for example, there's a lady who has journal entries from when she was small, um, who went through a great deal of physical abuse in her childhood, who would like to eventually rewrite those into online journal mm-hmm. articles. So, um, stuff like that. Um, and then for the magazine for both, you know, really anything alternative medicine, mental health, um, trauma-based experiences, personal stories, um, and then also practitioners who would like to share their story about being becoming a practitioner. Like mm-hmm. uh, Trish uh, Felber is our first practitioner in focus and she's a homeopath. Mm-hmm. And she just writes about how she became a homeopath. What drew her to this particular modality? Why she opened a clinic? What her experience was personally? How it touched her personally and how it's touching her her patients. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that. And then esoteric, like we've got another lady who's, uh, Deborah, who's a Wiccan priestess. Mm -hmm. Is that Deborah Forehead? Deborah Forehead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she is also a herbalist and a horticulturalist. So she's writing our herbalist article. Mm -hmm. So really anything and everything. Like I am not putting a cap on experiences. Exactly. Well, let's look at some of these, some of these other contributors, Mm -hmm. right? Because I think it's important to know what is it that, that they're wanting to share that mm-hmm. you want as part of your magazine? So, I mean, we already talked about Deborah. We talked about me. We know that stuff. Yep. Uh, there, there's Rama Willis. Yeah, uh, Rama. Love, so love Rama. And she's been on the show. What episode was she? I can't remember. I think but she was early on, right? I think she was after you, actually. Was she after me? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. She's episode 13. That's what it is. There I remember because she always wanted to be 13, so I left it for her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, Rama. Rama. So, she's basically just writing about her own personal experiences um, growing up as a woman of color and how that looked for her. Yeah. And just, it's, it's really, it's cool to watch her and her process and then to read her writing afterwards. Cause it's very, it's very upbeat. Um, even though it touches on some deep topics, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but it's more like her musings right. and that's what we kind of named it was Rama's musings. Aww. And, yeah. uh, yeah, she just, I don't know. I just, there's something about her. I she's know she's a really wonderful. cool energy. Yeah. She's wonderful. Yeah. I want her in, uh, we're definitely talking about with uh, the show that I'm creating as yeah. well, that she's going to be part of that show. Yeah. Just have to have her in there. Uh, Lyndall Cave. Oh, Lyndall's so sweet. So Lyndall is, um, I'm actually not sure how old she is and she's probably going to listen to this and go, you should know this. <laughs> she's a young lady okay. who um, has some really incredible life experiences considering how young she is. She's originally from Australia, mm-hmm. moved to Canada when she was 13, um, but she's highly creative. Um, she she sews, She her passion is um, period piece wear. Oh, interesting. 
interesting. Um, so she and she works in movies and stuff too. Uh, and that's how I met her was yeah. working on a set with her. She was she was our sound person. And um, she's writing about creativity awesome. and how to incorporate creativity more in your life because everyone is creative. Yep. We've just forgotten about it. Yes. Absolutely. And so her first article is how to incorporate more creativity and her writing is amazing. She's yeah. funny yeah. and she's light, but you read it and you go, huh, I can do this. Yep. It's very cool. Awesome. Yep. Next, Kim. Oh gosh. Kim Wirch. What is it? Wirch. Wirch. <laughs> I do apologize, ladies, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Please forgive and me. Even if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I could be totally wrong too. <laughs> oh, well, let's just blame it on you. Yeah. I'm not you responsible for me. that. Yeah. So Kim is um, a healer and she does infinity healing in Airdrie and she's also an author. So she has three books. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And so I asked her to write about her experiences and her spiritual awakening because she's very uh, upfront about how it kicked her ass. Oh, wow. And it was not the, you know, enlightening um, rainbows and butterflies And unicorns. <laughs> right, that some people say she's like, no, it kicked my ass. Wow. Oh, I can't wait to read that. Yeah, so that's what she's writing about. Cool. And yeah. then Alicia, am I pronouncing it? Alicia Merez? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Alicia. Yeah, Alicia. Okay. Um, oh, Alicia. So, yeah, so okay. she's... Um, She's like my upcycling, recycling, zero waste guru. Oh, wow. Do we, she, that's really needed now. Honestly, and it was funny because I had asked her to contribute and she was like, I don't really know what I can contribute. And she just started talking about how she makes grocery bags out of old t-shirts from the thrift store. And I went, wait, what? Hmm. She goes, yeah, you didn't know that? And I went... I have no idea how to do that. Right. And she goes, oh, well, I can teach people how to do that. And I went, I just lost. Oh, there we go. There we are. Oh, okay. (laughs) I felt like I just lost my voice. Let me just see if you were still recording. Yeah, look. Are you still? Okay, good. Yep. Yep. Uh, I said, yeah, absolutely. Please teach us how to do this. So she's, um, she didn't quite get everything together for the first issue, but she's going to be an ongoing um, DIY upcycle Guru. Which is amazing because we're really talking yeah. about like climate change lately and how mm-hmm. we can recycle and how we can use, um, you know, simple products and yeah. reusable and stuff. This is a very important uh, yeah, like, topic. Don't yeah. buy new. Yeah. Buy used. Yeah. And, and use that. Yeah. Because we've got enough stuff on this planet that we can absolutely reuse it all. Absolutely. So that's what she's doing. Cool. So Danielle, Danielle Faust. Faust? Yeah, Danielle Faust. So I met Danielle a few years ago. Um, we were part of a conference together and she was my roommate and we had never met each other before. And by the time we were done the conference, I I was absolutely in love with her. Like she's the funniest, um, I don't know. She's so peppy and so sarcastic and so. Is it it making weird sounds? It is making weird sounds. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think that's because uh, I can't hear your oh, stuff. Wow. But uh, this happened to Rama when yeah. we did it with Rama. It I'm... just sounded like we had a digital fart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse yourself when that happens. Excuse um, me. I'm sorry, my friends. It's happening. Oh. I am looking at upgrading my audio equipment this year. Please be patient with me. It makes well, it very interesting. <laughs> just, just, just excuse yourself. I know it happened with Rama. She had to wing it too. Oh. <laughs> during her interview, that was too so. funny. Um, you uh, can just no, pause but, yourself if yeah. you need to do that. 
but Danielle, no, she's, she's just a firecracker of a lady. And so she wasn't sure what she wanted to contribute. And all I did was kind of remember what she talks about the most when we do have chats. And one of the things was, um, she is in an interracial marriage and she has mixed race babies. So I asked her to write about that Mm. and about her experience with that. And she's like, uh, are you sure? And I went, yes, I'm sure. Is it okay with you that you write about that? She goes, "Uh uh-huh. Can I write about it like the way I talk about it? I went, yes, please. Yeah. Write about it the way you need to write about it. Like what Yeah, it's the authentic voices that you're looking for. Yeah, what do you want to say about this that you feel like you haven't been able to talk about? Mm -hmm. And she said, okay. So the article that she wrote is basically a list of do's and don'ts. Like when you meet an interracial family, here's what you don't do. Such an important topic. Yeah. Right? Because our our society is becoming so blended with Mm -hmm. these beautiful colors of people. Yeah. Right? And yeah, I think the do's and don'ts, that's amazing. And we still, and you know, us middle class white folk. Mm -hmm. um, We still don't get it. We still don't get it. Yeah. I talked to Rama about it, actually. I'm like, when this happens, why this? And so she explains it to me because my upbringing um, Mm -hmm. was different, right? Just surrounded, you know, grew up in the the small white town outside of Calgary and the you know, so it's so important to have yeah. this information, yeah. which is amazing. Okay, let's keep moving on here. Uh, Melanie Hager, yay, Melanie! <laughs> and because we both know her now, yeah. Um, you know, and she is episode six and seven, my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to check it out, she's the TCM, traditional Chinese medicine doctor. Yes. Yeah, love her to pieces. So she, um, again, she wasn't too sure. She knew she wanted to write. She just wasn't sure what. And what I wanted was for the magazine to kind of start out as like um, alternative medicine 101. Mm. So I asked Mm. that of her. I said, you know, can you go back to just basics of traditional Chinese medicine and start teaching people? Like, don't assume that they know anything. Assume that they know nothing about TCM Mm -hmm. and go from there. So what she's going to do is... Because the magazine is a quarterly, we kind of fall within the seasons, right? the season changes. So she is taking uh, TCM and she is looking at the seasons. So what should you be doing with your body for this season? What kinds of foods should you be eating? What kinds of herbs should you be eating? What, um, what do the seasons represent in your body, like your internal organs? Um, what, what are they doing at this time of the year? And she's breaking it down and telling you what you should do health wise. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's incredible. It is incredible. Uh, Alyssa, Alyssa Shafar. I believe she pronounces her name Elisa. Elisa. Um, but she hasn't ever really told me. So I'm very sorry. I'm sorry Elisa, too. If I'm saying so now it wrong. We're both sorry. <laughs> and we're doing a really soft Canadian so, soft sorry voices. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be my very Canadian Canadianist Canadian and say sorry about 18 times. Yeah. Well, hopefully maybe one day all these women will come on the show and then they'll actually yes, just pronounce their exactly. names properly. Yeah. So she is an equine um, intuitive. Equine. Horses. Horses. Yes. So she's a horse whisperer. She is, but she is a horse whisperer who reads the energy of the horses to give you a message. What? Right? I've never heard that. I know. I'd never... Well, I kind of had, but not to the extent that she does it. So she actually has a herd of horses. Yeah. 
Um, she just lives a short distance from me, which is crazy that we had never met before this. Yeah. And so she will take your questions about life, kind of like a tarot reader. Right. But she takes it to her horses. What? Yeah. That yeah, is amazing. It's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. And her history is in, in yoga and also uh, holistic nutrition. Mm-hmm. So she kind of incorporates all of that into a coaching business. So she will meet with you and she will, you know, take everything in your life and use her experience um, from a fundamental point of view with with her holistic nutrition and her yoga and and physicality. And then also with the intuitive nature of the horses. Wow. Yeah. So her first article is basically just looking at her life and um, explaining how she got to the point where she's at now. Right. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Jessica Messam. Yeah. So Jessica is our local yogi. Um, and she is just a, oh, she's a sweetheart. She's a doll. And she wanted to talk about how, again, her um, introduction into yoga, because she is a yoga instructor, um, wasn't all sunshine and rainbows either. Oh, that okay. it, it was really quite, it was hard for her, you know, and, and how there's this enticement of enlightenment that is present, that isn't attainable. Mm. And how you have to take this term enlightenment and make it a lot more real for you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not this pie in the sky thing. It's a very real three-dimensional human like tangible. experience. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot of crap that you need to deal with in your own life in order to to kind of get to a point where you feel healthy and whole mm-hmm. and none of us really get there. It's always a process. It is a process. Yeah. Step by step. Wow. Yeah. Carly Banks. So Carly is, um, a holistic nutritionist that, uh, specializes in, uh, I can never say this word, right? Ayurveda. Thank you. I never can say it either. Ayurvedic. Maybe I should look it up on my I phone. I actually did look it up and had Google say it for me and I still can't get it. I don't even, how do you spell it? A Y U. Ayurveda. I'm gonna see if. We, how do you say Ayurveda? It? Okay, you keep talking. I'm gonna search. I think this it's up. Ayur- Ayurveda. I'm, I'm butchering it. See, this is why I don't do these things. I just curate the people to do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that oh, the hey, first to on. admit? Let me do this okay. again. Uh, okay. Ayurveda. 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 So it's almost like an I, Ayurveda. Yeah, okay, like so, a, yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, Lord almighty. <laughs> that took 20 minutes. Ayurveda. So she, Carly Banks uh, does Ayurveda, <laughs> which is an ancient Indian uh, holistic way of living. Right. So it incorporates food, lifestyle, mentality. And she is also doing like an Ayurveda 101. Oh, amazing. So she's going back, explaining what it is, what the history of it is why she was drawn to it right? and how you can incorporate it into your life if it kind of touches a point in you, right? So if this is something that you've always kind of thought about or you've seen things about, she's going to go into it and really explain it to you. And put it into layman's terms, right? Because I know that uh, Deepak Chopra, he actually talks a lot about... Ayurveda? Ayurveda medicine. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's a tricky word, but he really talks about that a lot. And I find it interesting, but I know nothing about it. It's it's quite fascinating. So that's going to be amazing from Carly. Yeah. And then uh, Jill. Ethier. 
Ethier? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was getting there. Jill Sorry, is Jill. our is our um, feng shui energetic ninja. Ooh. That is that is her title that she uses. It's awesome. And again, super sweet lady. And she has um, a very active Facebook group where she just talks about how to move energy through your home with feng shui. Mm-hmm. And she does a weekly um, I Ching reading, which is uh, a feng shui coin reading way of reading the energy for the week. Hmm. So you basically toss coins and you come up with lines and she looks it up in the book and she tells you what your energy is going to be for the week and how you kind of navigate through that. Interesting. Um, she's also an author <clears throat> and uh, she's going to do a series of articles, uh, initially feng shui for your home. Mm-hmm. So how can you very simply uh, apply the feng shui methods into your home and create, because our homes are our home base, right? Mm -hmm. And if the energy isn't right in our homes, it affects everything. Absolutely. So if you're getting ready for work and the energy is gross inside your house, when you get to work, it's not going to get any better. Mm -hmm. So she's going to teach you how to get it right in your house. And then from there, she'll expand from that. But I asked her to kind of do another 101. Like Absolutely. People always hear the term feng shui, yeah. but they have no idea what it means. So it's like, teach us. Yeah. It's like Ayurveda. The Ayurveda. Ayurveda. <laughs> You're so much better at that. Yeah. People don't know it. Yeah. Okay. We have two left. Nicole Pemberton. Oh, Nicole is the goddess moves. So she is another firecracker of a lady. Um, I can tell by her photo. Actually. I'm not okay. even sure how I came upon her Facebook page. But I saw her picture and I watched a couple of her videos and I went, oh, I need to know this lady. She's Mm -hmm. amazing. And so she is a dancer and she also has a program called, um, I think it's the Womb Embodiment. I'm sorry, Nicole, if I totally got that (laughs) name wrong. Um, But she does a lot of work with women and their bodies. Ooh. So kind of igniting that goddess within Mm. through movement and through sound and through just getting into that sensuality that we're all missing, Mm, you know, because we're, we're all so very Canadian yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and very boxed up tight inside of our bodies. And how do you kind of get that moving again? And she does a lot of work with chakras and the different goddesses and what, what goddess you need to call upon for what, is kind of stagnant in your life. Right. And that's what her initial um, article is about, is awakening the goddess within. That's amazing. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last one, Carrie Ann Livingston. Is it Livingston or Livingstone? I think it's Livingston. I could be wrong too. Okay. Sorry, Sorry Carrie Ann. Let's just apologize to all the ladies at once. I think we should just have a Zoom meeting for all of us just so we get all of our names <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably should have thought of that before we started recording. Totally. Yeah, and you know what? I will totally take the brunt of that. <laughs> thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. I didn't want it to be me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Carrie so Ann. Carrie Ann, she has a group called Daring to Suck. Daring to Suck. Yep. Daring awesome. to Suck. So <laughs> what a great and name. she's a, another firecracker of a lady. And our initial Zoom meeting was just to kind of get to know one another and we hit it off and she's just an incredible lady. She has a very deep intuitive nature 
So when you talk to her, you know she's hearing your words, but she's hearing a lot more than just your words. Mm. And she's just, she's a very safe person. And she's had a lot of very interesting life experiences that, again, when I, I, I just met her through a mutual friend and contacted her and she said, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I've been wanting to write about, but I don't have the avenue to write it. Mm-hmm. it. It's not appropriate for my stuff. It's not appropriate for this and it's not appropriate for that. But this magazine is the perfect spot to write about this. So her article is actually about the sudden death of her dad. Okay. And how she went through the grieving process and how a lot of it really sucked. Mm. But what did she do? How did she get through it? What was her thought process? And it's a raw, real article. But that's beautiful. And though, it's right? amazing. Yeah, yeah, because that's what we need. This is why you wanted exactly. authentic voices yep. to, to share the stories as they really are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And don't hold back. Like, tell us what happened mm-hmm. because there is absolutely someone out there who can relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's definitely no doubt. So let's just quickly talk about uh, like the format. You, you're you doing them quarterly, quarterly yes. episodes. Yeah. Or quarterly. Quarterly issues. There you go. Issues. Editions? Editions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. Anybody could just pick one of those. So you have online and you also have a hard copy. Yes. So people can order online. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, birth of a woman, uh, birth of a woman Um, you can pre-order a physical copy and you can also order uh, February 1st, a digital copy. So it's just a digital PDF, uh, that'll be emailed to you and you can just download it and keep it forever. Um, the reason why I'm doing pre-order physical copies is actually two reasons. One, um, we're a startup business. And I don't have the cash to spend on 20,000 copies. That's honest enough. Yep. And I don't want to print more copies than we need. Because mm-hmm. I am also very conscious of paper use and... And waste. And waste. Yep. So, you know, if you want a physical copy, awesome. You're just going to have to wait for it. Because I don't want to print any more than we have to. Because the thought of having to recycle a bunch of copies just it makes my stomach hurt. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. and um, eventually, I would love to see some distribution into larger places. Like I would love to see it in chapters and places like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but again, it will be very small runs because I don't. I would rather have people come to the website going. Uh, can't find it anywhere. I need to order from you. Great. I know they're not being thrown away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you're starting out, you're making it quarterly. Do you eventually want to make it monthly? I don't know yet. Okay. It's, um, <laughs> if anything, those are long-term goals. If anything, this magazine has taught me to not box it into any one thing or another. Cause right. as soon as I think I've got it figured out, it changes. Mm-hmm. And it changes so drastically that it's like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. Right. Yeah. So, because I wasn't planning on printing at all. Yeah, I remember that. And then I had a bunch of people come to me and go, you know what? I would love to have a physical copy. Are you printing? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, especially because you have some practitioners here, right? They could could put it into their office space and, you know, reach a greater audience, which is what we want to do. So as we wrap up here, is there anything final that you want to talk about with the magazine? Hmm. Um... I don't know. You might have to edit some of this because I'm going to hum and haw for a few minutes. Do <laughs> you want me to stop right now? Yeah. Then? Okay, give me a second. We'll just stop. Three, two, 
Yeah, so I think um, this next year is going to be really kind of the, the proof in the pudding, for lack of a better word. I don't even know where that term originates from. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another Google search. <laughs> Let's do a Google, Google search. Um, I would love for this to become a safe place for women to read about other women's experiences and also a safe place for women to share their experiences. Um, I would love to see us get a public forum in one way or another. I'm not sure how that looks yet, where we can have the contributors. Um, I know there was, there was a topic that kind of flew around a bit about having live streams with mm. an expert. Mm -hmm. So have scheduled live streams where one of our experts will come on and, you know, talk about TCM or talk about Reiki or talk about um, Christianity or talk about Wiccanism and have like a Q and A mm -hmm. and it's a safe place where women can come and ask the questions they've been wanting to ask about that particular thing right. and not feel like it's a stupid question or yep. it's been asked before. It doesn't matter. You know, let's have this conversation or have, um, open forums where we can have, you know, someone like you come on and talk about your experience and maybe have some women come on who've never actually told anyone that something like this has happened to them. Yeah. You know, where yeah. do I go? What is my next step? How did you do this? How did you get through it? Mm -hmm. Just needing to know that someone is there who's been there, mm -hmm. um, who can help them, who can direct them in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and then the end game, and I'm thinking probably in the next two years, is to actually have a conference. Wow, that would be really cool. A Birth of a Woman conference. Bring in all you guys yeah. as speakers. I'm there. Um, have it kind of like a trade show, but not a trade show, more right. like an educational trade yeah. show mm -hmm. where we have speakers, we have, um, you know, all of the different uh, modalities there, TCM, Ayurveda. <laughs> I still can't say it properly, but I'm so glad that you can. I kind of feel like a, you know, a TV announcer. Ayurveda. 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 I'm still saying it wrong. wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that's that's kind of what I, I see. I Again, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know how it's going to It's just gonna a long-term goal. And I am okay with that. Yeah. That's I amazing. Yeah. Well, I thank you so much for coming on to the show again yay, yeah. and talking about this passion project of yours. And it really is. It, uh, <laughs> it is. It, as you say, that with really big eyes and it's a tired a mouth. It was, it's been a birthing process. Birthing, Literally. birth of a woman has been yeah. birthing. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, been, yeah. it's been something, but I think it's really going to be amazing. And it's going to be amazing to share all of our stuff with so many people. And you're bringing on more contributors, mm. which is just expanding yeah. the knowledge. And that's, that's all we're doing. So thank you so much for coming on board again if there's anything coming up in the oh, future yeah. we're gonna we're gonna bring you back and thank you for having me it's been such a delight to do this oh that's I you're saying this. that because I, I got chocolate it that helps yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been providing chocolate and food oh and a tv as well I gave you a tv as well it's a used one it's not a brand new one so see there's perks to being yeah. a guest yeah, on the show exactly. right yeah. I feed you yeah okay let's go have some chocolate because I'm hungry now yeah thank you friends uh, thank you so much and we will talk to you next time Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or someone you know is in immediate need of help, please contact your local authorities, distress center, or professional care provider. If you'd like more information on this episode or other topics, go to my website, UrsulaYou'reDone.com. <laughs>